All right, my talkers, let's live our lives like it's platinum with Julia and Brittany on My Talk 1071. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Thanks for hanging out with us. Lorene, my other my other friend who sits across from me every once in a while, will be back tomorrow. Yes, yeah, she will. She will. Okay, so since we've been on the air, the headline has changed three different times about Prince Harry's new memoir mm-hmm. on page six. Ooh, juicy. Uh, the first one was Harry's doing a thing. The second one is the palace doesn't know the queen is going to roll over. The third one now is Prince Harry didn't tell Charles about his explosive memoir amid rift. So you're going to be hearing lots and lots and lots that it was announced earlier today that he signed a deal with Random House. He's got a a ghost um, uh, author that wrote Andre Agassi's Open. He wrote The Tender Bar. He he wrote um, Phil Knight from Nike's um, memoir. So this guy's got a lot of talent and he's a good storyteller. So it could be really, really good if there's anything we want to know. Justin Bieber is hinting that his wife might be pregnant. Really? Uh-huh. Haley Baldwin, he hints that she might be pregnant. Well, that would be an interesting headline. I just watched a video of him screaming at her walking down a hallway. Was she? Was he for sure screaming? It felt like it. Yeah. I, they have a weird interactions. Like it, it's one of those things where, I, like I said, it takes a lot for me to not like I, his music. So fun, and he's I love fun. His music, but there is something about their relationship where he is very dismissive of her. Have you ever watched other videos? No, I don't. I don't watch. Uh, no. So Mm-mm. like he like will. Walk- I'll look at a picture. Okay. I'm. I videos give me get me dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, their relationship makes me awesome. uneasy for sure. It does. Oh, that makes me sad. I don't want to know that. What do you think about Adele? She's dating uh, LeBron James' agent and listen to his name, Rich Ball. Two first names. Well, what, I, Deck. what I learned from Space Jam. Okay. About LeBron James. LeBron James is. I didn't even know this was his nickname because it's not like I care about basketball, but he's the king. And everyone oh. said it a hundred times over, the king. So from now on, I just need to know he's the king's manager. He also has a tattoo that says the king on himself as well. well. Everyone Let's knows that known. Yeah. You're the queen. Everyone knows that self-made nicknames work the best. So <laughs> the fact that he's really pushing yeah. for that. But we haven't seen Adele, you know, she was out and about at the game. She lost a hundred pounds. She, she looks great. She looks amazing. And she always, first of all, she's always looked amazing. Who I cares know. what you ate? Right? I, I wanted that makeup and I did makeup tutorials to do her cat eye because it was so amazing. So I think this is exciting. So she was at the NBA games at the Phoenix Sun one when they were in Phoenix. Now tomorrow I think they go back to Milwaukee. And Milwaukee is leading the series. If anyone's following that, no, no one cares. Just call me your sports hub. Yeah. Today, all right. So this is kind of fun. Were you guys fans of The Office? Yes. Loved it. Loved. Okay. Me too. So um, things we've learned recently about The Office is they wanted James Galafino from The Sopranos, Tony Soprano, to take over for Steve Carell. What? When Steve Carell decided not to be on the show anymore because yeah. he got a big ego. Um. Or just bored. Probably bored. It I had so, so many seasons. I know it did. He, um, uh, HBO paid him $3 million not to do it because they didn't want to mess with the Soprano brand, even though the Sopranos was done. Yeah. So he got paid to do nothing, which I love. Love that. 
I love I've been working on that for years. You you know how much we're paying you guys around here. All right. So anyway, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kingsley, who played Pam and Angela on The Office, have a podcast. And I never talk about podcasts because everyone has podcasts, Mm -hmm. including, by the way, Laura and Julia. Um, Anywho, they what they are doing on their podcast and it drops on Wednesdays is they are going back to year one, season one, episode one. And doing a podcast on every single episode. That's cool. So what they're taking is there's three fun facts mm-hmm. about it. And then they're t- digesting everything that happened. They'll play some audio from it. Then they'll talk about what happened behind the scenes. I, I cannot believe someone can remember I, every yeah. single episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, serious. I don't remember every day here. You have, more, years. you have more days than they have episodes. I'll say that. Days. I mean, Shucks. three hours a day. I cannot remember. So anyway, she um, she's just so, I've always said Jenna Fisher is so delightful. So she was talking with, um, I think Hoda and um, whatever her name is, the one that sits with her, Jenna Hager Bush, mm-hmm. about an opportunity that she had to star in a show with Joey from Friends. And here's how it all went down. I was fired from a pilot that I did with Matt LeBlanc. It's on the air still, man with a plan. I was his wife. I got hired. I shot the pilot. While I was there, the network said they wanted more scenes with me. I was like, I am nailing it. After we finished it, they showed it to focus groups. They said, this is a literal quote. I don't believe Pam would marry Joey. The chemistry doesn't work between these two. I didn't know I was fired until literally two days before they were going to announce it at the big press junket in New York. I get this call. And (laughs) the first thing I said was, is it not getting picked up? And they said, it's getting picked up, but without you. And I was like, wow, I guess I'll unpack my suitcase. She's kind of kind, but she said to her agent, wow, I guess I'll unpack my suitcase. I would say something a little more dramatic. I felt like that fell flat at the yeah, end. Yeah, I think so, too. There was something about like, the rhythm of her voice know, that made me I go, was ready, what? I was ready for something a little bit more. And then Pam, it's like, I don't, it actually sounded like Pam, Pam yes. not Jenna Fisher. Exactly. It did. But I but you see then why when they cast her in this other show with Matt LeBlanc, who was Joey on Friends, yeah. that people couldn't get her out of her Pam character. No. You know what I mean? Right. She did a good job in what was that? Uh that was a oh. Joaquin Phoenix uh but it wasn't it was it her? It was a joke one of, of Walk Hard or whatever they called it. Um, walk the line or yeah, Walk the Line. It but, was Walk the Line, but, but it was a, a joke one. We, of, yeah, yes. Oh gosh. She oh, did people. great on that and she was really I refused sexed to let you, up. Oh, okay. And wearing like really hot outfits. And she right. did, I think it's I think she's tried to de- separate it, but now I think she's at a point where obviously she's just leaned into being Pam, right? She's got a mug collection, too, if you want to know the truth. There's of other things I that do. I know about her. Her favorite episode was um, when she lost her mind at the Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys that you even know what I'm talking about. Because I, when she said that, I'm like, what Christmas party episode? I cannot remember that whole decade. I mean, how many years was The Office on the Air? That was a lot of episodes. I said, yeah. It's one of ones I like watching if I just throw something on yes. quick. I just, it's my go-to. And do you have to watch that 
like on Peacock now, or where do you get to watch yes. The Office? I mean, you the have Office to, is, I think it's still on Netflix. No, it's they, only they on. Leave? Yeah, it's only on Peacock now. I feel like Peacock is just taking over. They everything. took it because they had the rights to NBC, yes. and when they opened up their streaming service, that was their like big go to get you to sign oh, up yeah. for. Oh yeah, because bring I, I remember. Over. I remember when Thirty Rock left, and that was a heartbreak. But you're oh, right; the office just left friends, recently. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. So what she was saying, and she's like, "Why do you know? Why did the office resonate with everybody?" And I remember we watched this with our kids, and um, she just said everybody worked with a Dwight. Yeah. Everybody's had a cute guy in the office. <laughs> yeah. Everyone had the nerdy Steve Carell guy. Everyone yeah. had knows these people in an office except for the new generation is working via zoom they're not going to know what an office environment's like but you know what i'm saying absolutely because i you think of your jobs and you always remember oh that one's gonna be the rule follower this one over here is gonna drive you crazy with too many questions this one over here is gonna talk too much you know, so everyone knows kind You're of these, right, yeah. these people in their office that you remember. And she said that's why it resonated with so many people. And work that work aspect of thinking about that, right? We don't get to pick the people we work with. And we know each oh, other. I wish we did. Oh, don't tell me about Who it. It makes me work with you. Um, but it's like you know each other so well. But you may not ever even go to each other's house. But I, you know, some people I work with I know so well. And it's just like that weird intimate relationship that's not by choice and will never like. And it's just by proximity kind of sometimes. Pure proximity. Our cubes are next to each other. I have to know all the idiosyncrasies of this other person. I mean, in, in non-COVID times, I would definitely say I you're, you're I mean, I know I'm with you or I'm with work people, not you guys, but mm-hmm. work people more than I'm with my family most of the mm-hmm. time, which is like a wild thought. So you're right. Like there's something there that's really just hit. Um, Benny Hanna Christmas is my favorite episode ever of The Office. All right, I might have to watch it. It's so, so is this funny. what she's talking about when she lost it? Is that when Pam lost it? Um, I think there's one where she gets drunk. No, no. I'm, when you say she lost it, I'm a little confused because there was Maybe a she picnic got drunk thing. or something. Yeah. All right. Mm. All right. Fine. Because it's kind of funny because I remember a couple, before COVID, we went. We had a work thing, and we were going with some people that worked on our website mm-hmm. here who I've never seen in the building. I've never met before. And I'm sitting at this table with these people and actually Hannah on social media is like, well, this is so-and-so this is so-and-so. And I'm like, who are you guys? And they're like, well, we work with you. And I'm like, you do, you know, it was just yeah. weird because sometimes you just have no idea yeah, all the yeah, different yeah. people behind the fold and everything. I know. And it was so much fun. I bet it was a blast. But I like, I, and one of them I lived by, one of them was right. And it was just the funniest thing. And I'm like, you do work with us? I've never seen you. You so it's kind of, because <laughs> Willary and I work funky hours, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's, we, everyone, and we, there's the news in this building. There's a lot of funky hours that happen in yeah. our building here at Hubbard, but it was very funny. Well, look at the time. It is time to get to Miss Holly in the Dirt Alert. Um, we will be right back. This is My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly, 
Kelly, what is going on out there? Oh, we've got royal drama this afternoon. Oh, I know. The headlines have changed so many times. The headlines have changed so many times, and the headlines are concerning this memoir that Prince Harry has announced that he has written. It's going to be published next year, and the headlines keep changing about this, where first it was a rumor, then Prince Harry himself confirmed that, yes, I have written this, Random House is going to be releasing this, and now we're getting the subsequent gossip aftermath of that announcement, including but not limited to page six's headline, Prince Harry didn't tell dad about his memoir at all. So he didn't tell Prince Charles about his plans to release what is being called an explosive memoir, leaving palace officials to find out only when page six tooting their own horn broke the story. So the palace, Buckingham Palace, did not know about this book until this afternoon. Just like us normies. I think they're having the same communication problem I had with someone I was dating. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. was no you, communication. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just like none. <laughs> I'm just going to say, oh, some people have different communication styles and apparently theirs are just not gelling. Oh, for crying out loud. I know. <laughs> so one palace source is telling page six that Prince Charles was surprised by the announcement and that nobody knew and that the subsequent stories have caused chaos in Buckingham Palace. Now, Prince Harry has spoken out against Prince Charles in recent interviews, saying that Charles has passed down a cycle of genetic pain and suffering to him. So, <laughs> Wow. You know, he's not mincing words there. And oh. <laughs> okay, Holly, I got to yeah. ask you, is this something you would want to read? This... Oh. I mean, uh, like Harry's book, when it came out, would it, would you actually be interested in it? Oh, yes. Yes. What else can we learn? What else? Well, I'm really fascinated to hear Harry's perspective now that he's been gone a couple of years. And this was a whole thing. I'm like, okay, Harry and Meghan are leaving their senior royal duties. They're leaving this uh, environment that by all means, and we've learned subsequently that they both have told were very toxic. I want to know the dirt. I want to know what was going on in Buckingham Palace. I want the Band-Aid to be ripped off, and I want to pick at that scab. I don't know. That sounds so... No, that's why, that's why <laughs> Holly's good at what we've she does. Got, we've got Grant working on booking uh, and getting in Random House with the Random House folks and getting us this book. I don't know. I just... <sighs> Well, you're thinking from it from the emotional point of view, I'm Julia. Thinking, I you're am thinking, emotional. Well, you're thinking of... This is how I think. You're thinking of the relationship... That, of the, the brothers. Yes, He's of the brothers. He's bleep you. <laughs> how many can he do in a year? I mean, come on. Uh, well, you know what? We're not getting another one for another year, Julia. So next year's wow. bleep you in the form of this book. Now, Harry said that he's going to be... Again, I would have <laughs> called my brother up and said, Dude, yeah. I'm working on this book. I just... I'm not going to say anything... Out of school because the monarchy is our family's business, by the way, and I love you and I don't want to damage everything forever, but I am working on this. That's a beautiful story, Julia. A a beautiful story. (laughs) Fictional story. The Aya Boys, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Let's, I'm not thinking about the bigger picture. I'm not 100% always self-centered and all about me, which is what I feel this kid is acting like. I want to spank him. <laughs> well, he is giving the proceeds to charity. This I don't care. He's just like a child that just can't just uh I just want to spank him. Well, you know, it is his Prince Harry's public catharsis. It's sickening. 
It's fast. Go to therapy. <laughs> well, I think he probably has been. I know. Uh, so, yes, we have that to look forward to next year. And you know that somebody around here is going to be reading it. And actually, it would be interesting to read how he wants people to perceive him publicly. Again, it's him crafting. Yes, of course it yeah. is. Yeah. The only good thing is this the the you know writer is an amazing writer. So they, who he's partnered with. But I, but again, I just feel like Oh, is that a chill pill, bro? Oh, bro, bro, chill pill, bro. It's driving me crazy. Let's talk about Justin Bieber hinting that Haley Baldwin is pregnant. Yes. Yes. So Justin Bieber shared a photo with his wife, Haley Baldwin Bieber, with the caption that prompted fans to speculate that perhaps they're going to have a kid together. Said mom and dad. Now, what do you got? That's slang. I mean, people refer to themselves as mom and dad. They do, do you? And Chip? Why? Well, I, I, I don't. You? We're not that cool. I, I mean, I, I never refer. I mean, do you? Yes. Me? You ref- well, because you have puppies. No, we. our big joke is like saying mommy like, like that, our daddy like. Oh, I know. Rosa, don't talk about your sex life right now. Why not? <laughs> that's um, the next segment. <laughs> Come on. She's doing it today, too, as punishment. Okay, back to Holly. (laughs) Mommy doesn't like. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, so it's, you know, internet slang. Mom and dad, you know, referring to couples referring to themselves in that way. Young. Now, so they could be, they couldn't be. Now, there was. I would go crazy with this right now because she can't stand that. Uh, Well, other speculators uh, are looking at pictures of Haley Baldwin walking around in New York City. Now, she had her hand placed on her belly. She could just have gas and she could. 100%. You know, but other people are like, ooh, she's self consciously signaling to us that she is expecting a child. She's gained an ounce. Yeah, she has gained. She has gained an ounce and Mm -hmm. she's going to toot it away. Into the rack at Saks Fifth Avenue. What? Have no, you ever done that? At Saks Fifth Avenue. Uh-huh. Yeah, pro tip, just lean into it. All right, so... <laughs> Bend over and touch your toes on the toilet. Yeah, okay, exactly. Next. next on the agenda in this Dirt Alert, where are we going? We're going to Kim Who Kardashian knows? and Kanye West. Going? Where are we going? We're going to San Francisco, <laughs> you guys. Yeah. SFO, what are we doing? SFO, that's right. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West co-parenting their children in a trip to San Francisco. So sources say that Kim... Kim, Kanye, the four kids got breakfast in San Francisco before heading to a museum before it opened to the public. Fantastic. They're they're getting along great. Nothing to see here. Just the exclusive details of all of that. Now, in another story concerning Kanye West, apparently he uh, wrote a song about his divorce and shared it at a local church over the weekend. Oh, what are the words? Well, and he compared living in their house in Calabasas to a prison. He designed that horrible, sharp cornered home Mm -hmm. (laughs) some some of the lyrics to this song that kanye west shared over the weekend at church lv which is a non-denominational christian church in the las vegas valley that's where this happened according to reports lyrics were like quote tell the assassins i escaped from calabasas oh wow he's so not dramatic isn't he? he's not drama free that guy okay yeah, so a source well, says... Well, this is where a good source of material comes from. Breakups, pain, whatever, you know. That's right. Now, a source who was at the listening party told the Sun tabloid, it's a very deep, sad song about Kanye with him reflecting on his marriage with Kim. And apparently he cried for like two minutes after it played. And did he get a, 
Okay. Ah. The crying after. He's working okay. things out. I know. He's out working. loud again. He's a type yes. of he's the type of person that I think if he's still for if something's the same for too long, it He'll, he can't do it. That's no, where like that right. prison of whatever. You know what I mean? So I've you know, it's like funny because it's like you don't even be insulted. Like this kind of person could be living everything just perfectly and they'd sure. be bored. So Yep, there you go. Oh, but he cried after Holly. Several minutes. Several minutes. Several wow. minutes of crying. Hey, this was something that Julia, I know that you guys talked about when this trailer debuted, but now we're getting the reviews for a new show that's gonna be on Netflix soon. Sexy, Sexy beasts. beasts. They said it was terrible. They said it is boring. It's not as fun as the premise would lead you to believe. What? I like know. you're dressed as an alligator and I'm dressed as a hippopotamus and we date. Yes. And then and we love. find out what each other look like only after we're married. Like, what was it? Dating blind or dating in the dark? Yeah. What was that one last year? Love, love is blind. blind. Love, love is, is blind. blind. Thank you. And that one... It was interesting for some reason. And so it's like, why can't you wear things and make it interesting? I don't want to look at a hippopotamus face talking about a relationship with a butterfly. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. Well, I think you're in the minority here. Uh, Well, the sexy beast is going to be out July 21st. Apparently, yes, it is a little boring. Now, if you liked Love is Blind, that's going to be back July 26th on Netflix with a bunch of reunion episodes featuring its first season cast. Yeah. You can go back to that. If you're not into yiffing, then please (laughs) skip sexy beasts. I will not. (laughs) Mommy, no like. Where's mommy and daddy? Okay. Holly, thank you so much for that dirty, dirty report. We're going to be right back. This is Lori and Julia. This could go so many ways. Let's just hope it doesn't. Yeah, that's what I said. Let's just just hope it doesn't go horrible. All right. So this came out of the psychology school at the University of Victoria in Canada. Ooh, that sounds incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. And what it the bottom line is, is that they're finding in general, and I'll tell you how the study went down, that basically two thirds of people in relationships now started out as friends. Two thirds? Two thirds of people. 66%. 66 of respondents said that they were friends with their current or most recent romantic partner before becoming romantically involved. And for years, all the studies... All the studies that have been done for years um, have overlooked the front-to-lover path. In previous research that's been done, they spent a lot of their time on romantic initiation. Um, You know, 74% of the studies focus on the romantic spark between strangers. And we have a good understanding of how strangers become attracted to each other and start dating. But that's simply not how most relationships begin. I ask you this. Were you friends with your husband before you started sleeping with him? No. Or dating him? Grant, were you friends? We met at a bar and started dating pretty immediately. We came friends, but we were dating right away. All so, right, so you no. were dating right away? Yep, dating right away. Okay, so what they did, they studied 1,800 and almost 2,000 people. Um, and um, they participated in the study over a long period of time. 
But they found that realistically, so many people start out as friends. And I think a big group of these people are college-age students, so in your 20s. When you hang out as friends, you do stuff as friends, you know, and you meet all these friends at college. And then some night, over a cocktail or two, or just over, you know. Yeah, totally. Something. Yeah. You look at each other and, hmm, I like you. Huh. So um, it, it they did it different age groups, different genders, different ethnic G, um, demographics. The most pronounced variation was among people in the LGBTQ plus community. And they said that nearly half of the students reported they preferred a way of developing a romantic relationship that started out as friends first. Um, and this area, you know, this 20-something group community is often associated with using dating apps now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Something that seems... Like dating, you don't become friends, but a lot of people are using dating apps to become friends first. That blows my mind. Mm-hmm. I am so not from the school of I've got, I've got a lot of guy friends, especially because I was in the military, right? And they stay in that realm. They stay guy friends, and I've just like have always lived by that rule. There's been no chance where a guy friend is be gonna come become a boyfriend. I would agree with you. Because you put them in that category. Yeah. You know? And there's so many disposable guys just chilling, hanging out. And so that if I wanted to, I feel like I would jump. And do you think people go into the friend zone because you're not attracted to them? No, I just think there's some quality, right? Maybe it's attraction, right? Maybe that's a, a very basic way of saying it. Right. Not saying they're not hot, not no, saying they're not I'm that. I'm just saying whatever But there's it is. something about them that, that doesn't spark your spark, right? Right. And, it, and it's... it's I, I guess, yeah, in my mind, because I do, I value those friendships quite a bit that it just never, it never goes there. Maybe I'm not that, um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of even made I, out. I think I've like had sex with one friend now that I'm really thinking it about it. No. Okay. But I don't know if we were ever really friends. Like we're not, we didn't really talk before too much or after, but it was like in a friend group. Okay. So by, but I kind of knew I wanted to, to be, okay. by meeting him. Isn't that the, like, that's where I think it separates from the friend initially. If you want to sleep with them, that's, yeah. you need right. that for the, that's what I think separates this. Like with friends, you just want to be friends. But if you want to sleep with someone, that's where that extra spark, you need to actually start dating somebody. Maybe. I don't know. That attraction I, factor. So can you be, so with that realm, I have one ex that I'm still friends with. And so with my reasoning, that shouldn't exist. But. I don't know. And I I guess, yeah. And they say, skeptics say that, you know, if you enter into friendships with people that you were attracted to in hopes of a romantic relationship developing. Yeah. So you just pretend you're friends. Yeah. And I wouldn't. You you say, of course, we're just friends. But one of you likes the person more than the other. Yeah. That's got to be a hard life to live if you're sitting there listening to them talk about their dates and this and that i can't even imagine all right fine let's go and talk about how fine me just kidding okay how to feel attractive after covid if you haven't been in the world of flirting and the world of anything okay yeah tell us okay so should we wink um, huh should we wink a lot wink at me yeah that was a good one (laughs) okay so one of the things that they're saying is that um if you want to restore your confidence in yourself mm. and it's been a while, mm. what you should be thinking about 
is you should be buying new things. They say sexy things, but that's that's loose. It could just be do things to pamper yourself that make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. That might mean starting a different workout routine. It might be getting a great pedicure and manicure. It might be... Um, you know, getting your eyebrows done or getting a different haircut or mm-hmm. foiling your hair a different way or doing something like that. But do things that make you feel beautiful or handsome, that you're pampering yourself so you kind of feel like you got a little game back. Maybe it's changing up your style a little bit and getting a new outfit or two. Maybe you've just kind of been wearing baseball caps all the time. And I'm looking at you, Grant. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> Maybe you need to book a spot or whatever it is, but somehow get yourself to kind of start feeling better about yourself. Maybe it means putting on makeup or doing, you know, you know what I mean? Totally. Just start upping your game, men and women, whatever that is. They talk about getting new toys. You know, something that you, and if you're in a relationship, you know, maybe you want to spark up your romance. Maybe it's been getting stale. Maybe you want to just try things out with your partner and you talk about different things, but it's for fun, you know, that you both are willing to do together. But again, it's sparky. It's flirty. It ups the game. And the other big thing they talk about is flirting. And going back to the basics of flirting, and one of the big things about flirting mm-hmm. is there's no better way to get a boost in confidence than flirting with someone. Who, and one of the biggest things about flirting is everybody loves compliments, men and women. And the way others perceive us is usually extremely helpful when it comes to perceiving ourselves initially in a, maybe a future relationship. Mm. Okay? So go out. Get online and find people to flirt with, no matter if the flirting leads to something or not. But give compliments. Don't be stingy. It is amazing how good it feels to tell someone they look greater. Gosh, you're handsome. I've done this before. You're really handsome. You know, and start it first. You know, and thanks, you know, back at you or something. But you don't even do it. I love giving compliments to people. That's just who I am, though. Yeah. Because I just want everyone to feel good. And I don't do it in a BS way, but in a flirting way, I think some people are stingy with their compliments. And it's so simple. It's so simple. It's so easy to tell someone. Nobody doesn't want a compliment. Like, right? Like, there's nobody walking around there. Like, my husband is uh, very much so, he's not the type that he, he... He's he's not doing his hair or anything sure, like sure, that. Sure. But he put on new jeans today, and I was like, "You look amazing!" And he did. I wasn't saying you're right. Did like, he just have a smile? Like oh, your butt looks pumped. so good in those jeans. He was and then I just kept like, you know, anytime we were doing something, I would hit his butt. And you're right. Like he is like a very stoic guy, but he loves it. Nobody. There's I. I Every, it doesn't mean you're insecure. It doesn't mean you're needy. It doesn't mean anything. But I'm telling you what, if you say something kind to your partner, yeah. Or potential, just like you look really pretty tonight, or man, you're handsome, or yeah. gosh, that looks good on you. Yeah, it is. It just is so such a simple gift to give. It someone. really is, and people love it. And I would just say, compliment everybody and get a good vibrator. Well, the other part of the story. Well, and <laughs> try to laugh more. Try to have more fun. Try to see where things ha- happen um, with no strings attached. You know, I'm not talking about sleeping around or anything, but <laughs> but you need if there's been a period of abstinence yes! or something in your life, and you want to boost your confidence. Confidence, and it could be you're married or you're together and you're a couple, and you're just everything's gotten still. Start just. Gosh, I like the way. You know, you're such a oh. great dad. I mean, even that stuff. I like you the know? cut of your jib. 
Well, whatever. <laughs> As an old person compliment. I love the way you look at me. <laughs> yes, you, that's you know, a simple one that you can say at any time, even if you're wearing sweatpants. Oh, I'm just saying people give people compliments. Hey. It's so easy and it Do goes it. so far I, with that. We're going to We need a break. <laughs> Julia needs a break. Mm-hmm. We'll be I'm back. I'm hot and sweaty. I compliment myself that a whole time. Right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Thanks, Grant. You're welcome. Oh my gosh! Is it? You know, we are in the most cold room in the world. So yes, we we've put on double shirts. We've got the personal I got my little heater. heater. So it? I don't even know how hot and sticky it is outside, but I'm ready for it. Oh, it's it. 89, about and cloudy, Yummy. so it's pretty warm and sticky out right now. So yum. Yep. I love this weather. I love this is sexy weather. Thank you. Are you I all love three the really in the heat? Are we all love three? It. Love yes. it. Like oh if I God. could be on a boat tonight. Mm. Naked. I love any letting it go. Yes. <laughs> I no, love don't it. kid. Don't kid. I love when weather is Topless. so good that you can just not even think about adding a layer and it gets people in the water. Like that combo is oh. everything. Water is everything. Water yep. is everything. I think Why don't fish. people talk about water more often? I d- I, why don't we? I don't know. I like to drink water. I like to swim water. Right, I like to urinate water. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Right, yeah, good it. Lord. This is kind of fun, and we posted today. Um, were you ever um, a Golden Girls fan? No. I mean, I've seen... I, think, I don't think either of you are, so I'm not going to tell it you. It was on in my household with my parents. I, I'm not a fan. What's your but mom's name again? Victoria. 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 Did she like Vicky for short? Is it always Victoria? Vicky. Yeah, we go with Vicky. Yep. Quickie Vicky. Okay. Quickie hash, mom. Okay, Quickie so Vicky. Blanche, played by Rue McCallaghan, yeah. on um, the Golden Girls, Hallmark has released its 2021 Keepsake Ornaments. Gosh, I already feel like it's 2022 because I'm planning for Hoot Fest 2022. Oh, by the way. Um, booty, booty. Uh-huh. I told I was playing tennis with my husband. I go, have I even told you about Hootie Fest? And he goes, what are you talking about? And then after I explained to him, he goes, I actually want to go to the Me too. So do a lot of people. Will you go? I will not go. I've looked at the room prices now and all the like, base level ones are gone. And now it's like way out of my price range. And you know that's the only reason I got invited was to bring the cost down in a fourplex. I know, so if you need a fourth, I guess my husband will go along with you no, guys. No, but I, the oh. more I'm thinking about it, I'm kind of thinking I'm excited. I, I want tickets to this Literally, thing I in told- Cancun in the end of January that I would never go to. But the more I'm thinking about it, it's so out of character. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Just say yes. Hootie Fest 2021, uh-huh. Cancun, Fest. Mexico. Anywho, your keepsake ornament um, comes with Blanche DeVoe. Okay. And she is wearing a red wedding dress that she broke out on her anniversary every year because her husband George died. And um, it twirls around and she talks. So I think like Bradley here, who loves the Golden yeah. Girls, this would be a great gift for she him. She tell Colleen. Colleen, if you're listening, she always listens. She's she texting me right listens. now. She's probably texting you right okay, now. Okay, tell me about this play date that happened over the weekend if you'd want to be invited. Okay. Hillary Duff, mm-hmm. Mandy Moore, Ashley Tinsdale, and Megan Trainer. Yeah, that sounds amazing. They had a play date with their babies. Okay, that's adorable. Isn't it? Even though Haley are um, um, the first one. Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. Oh, I love her in Younger. Have you not watched Younger? Okay, but more importantly, not even saying as an actor, as her, her on social media is sometimes just blah. Well, so is ours. Oh, no, not mine, the video. Mine. No, Lori and Julie is a good follow. Oh, my gosh. And Lori and those... <laughs> The first half of the videos we've all made over there are insane. There's oh, the video that you had her with the edible underwear, underwear was hysterical. Underwear, I know. We're, Did you see her moves? That yes. girl can dance. She was moving her dance. hips. 
That, yep. They that don't lie. Can, those hips don't lie, but I think... That'd be so fun. Okay, like, if you could have your dream, or just pick three women that, if you are your babies at the same time, celebrities or something, who, who would be your dream team? Like, Oprah? Me. Taylor Swift and Julia. Would it be Oprah T. Swift? Oh, can you yeah, even probably. imagine? I'd lose my mind. <laughs> I wouldn't even imagine? talk. Which Grant, you know what that means who for would me. your play date be with? My play date would be with probably uh, Bradley, if we're talking guys. Yeah, yeah. I'll go Bradley Cooper, uh, Chris Pratt, just because he's so funny, and um, probably just to be weird, Billy Joel, because I'm a big fan of Billy Joel. Oh, I think that would be a fun that little hangout. That would be fun. So you're not picking anyone from my talk, Grant? No, that's Steve okay. Patterson. Yeah. We'll oh, yeah. Steve. We'll yeah, Steve, add Steve in there. Add Steve, we'll throw Steve in there. Because he'd want to go. <laughs> no, it would be, I mean, really, that would just be fun. Because they're like, it would be like a puppy play date. They're equalizer. Everyone's at the same bad. level. It's too bad you don't have a dog because I, my. Like, no, it isn't. No, hear me out. Not right now. For dating a oh, dog. No. And that's why I think a play date's always nice because you can like. If there's nothing to talk about, you can always talk about the kids. But I'm saying for dating, this is what I used for do- I'd always go on a dog walk. So we'd accomplish something. And also, if there was nothing to talk about, we could be like, oh, look at Robot. She's so funny. She's howling and walking. Yeah, whatever. I'm just telling but then you, you got to take care of it. There's, th- there's that. Like, I, there is that whole other side to it when you're not dating. Like, right like, now, I'm barely I date, dating. I have to go home. I have to go home and let the dogs out. Yeah. I have to sleep at my own house. I have to let the dogs out. Best excuse I, there is. Thank you. And that's probably what it is. I'm sick of you. I'm got to go home. I'm getting my dog. I can't I'll sleep you. in your bed, so I have to go let my dogs out. I, like, you know what? I'll let you borrow a robot for some I don't walks. want it. I don't want it. Just I've for, had for dates. dates. No, I, just I don't need dates. dates. I'm doing good on my own. Ooh. Hey, confidence. I love it. Wait, say it again. I'm doing good on my own. Don't give up. Be as confident as you the were. The first time was on yeah, point. Was on point. I, I'm questioning myself for crying out loud. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. There's 16% of people haven't weighed themselves since the pandemic started. Not. I don't weigh myself. Mm -mm. Do you weigh yourself? I did for a couple weeks. Remember, I lost two pounds today. Lifting salt salt pellets, (laughs) 900 bags at 40 pounds a pop. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not a wearer. I'm not a wearer either. I'm, I can tell by my clothes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, totally can, I, don't need, well, I don't need a scale to tell me. And every single person who comes to my house and goes on my scale say, oh, wow, I weigh so much less here at your house than I do in <gasps> mine. So that even makes me feel worse. Oh, no. So in the military, we had to get weighed in front of everybody. <gasps> mm-hmm. Shame. It's, it was literally, and I was with all men. Right. And you're tall. Yeah. And so now to this day, like weighing myself, I, even when we're in the doctor, you have to tell oh. me why. Oh, no, you I, have to tell me why. Like, if it's not for like, well, you need to weigh myself for a specific reason. Right? I go, no, no, no. And like, they're like the other really? day. I say, please don't tell me what I weigh, and I turn backwards. I say to, I go, I go. <laughs> I do. The, the nurse Good. came in the other day, and she was like, "We haven't gotten your weight in like three years." And I said, "Sorry, unless you like need it for something." No, I like you. You gotta beg me, and don't even think of my height. I shrunk a quarter of an inch last year. <laughs> don't even think about it, you monster. I'm you the know. short guy that's always giving myself an extra half inch by Do putting you? on my part of my tippy toes and oh. wearing a hat when I go. How to the tall doctor. are you, Grant? Uh, five seven. So oh, I don't believe that's, you. I've got a kid that that height. That's yeah. not short. No. I don't believe you because I feel like the you you're telling us the tippy toe height. No, no, that my tippy toe height is when I want to lie. I'm five eight. But okay, honestly, I'm five seven. I believe you. Yeah, I'm just yeah, teasing. Yeah. No, it's funny when people do. I. Yeah, I'm short. I know we have a well, we we have a foot between us basically. 
Basically. I mean, it's I don't okay. know. I feel like your confidence started this segment as, I'm going to Hootie Fest. It's the best ah, ever to now. I don't know. I'm in demand, she said. I, I love it. I'm just kidding. Oh, for gosh I'm doing sakes. good by you myself. You should be in demand. You're a fantastic okay, woman. Okay, um, I'm going to go now, and tomorrow we're going to learn all about <laughs> what duck nails are because they're the latest trend. And um, Oh, I'll listen. Well... Of course you will, darling. I know, Lori's back tomorrow. We're going to hear all about everything and everything. And we're going to hear about everything. Everything entertainment. (laughs) And make sure you download the app. That wasn't any of us stalling. We love you. Bye. Everybody have a great night. Job done. Off you go.